0: up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Primal Athletics Radio. Um, we're happy to be back with you guys. Just real quickly, we are heading into uh, the end of February here and the beginning of March. So two things that are on our mind right off the bat, one being the CrossFit Open, uh, which is starting March 11th. So if you haven't registered and you're um, you know, looking to do it, which you should be, especially if you're a member um, here at Primal Athletics, let's get registered online at CrossFit.com slash games. And just make sure you enter, you know, either CrossFit Nashville or South Hegan as your affiliate, and we'll get you up and running for that. Second thing, um, just briefly to touch on, which we'll kind of dive into a little deeper later in the episode, is the HSN Nutrition Challenge. So that's going to start March first, um, and it's going to kind of coincide with the Open. So you'll have, um, you know, you'll have some some boosted benefits there with the nutrition end of things, and try to get us on some um, some healthy tracks in terms of nutrition and lifestyle. Um, and that's, you know, it's filling up. There is a, a cap to how many people can partake in it. And I think here at Nashville, we probably have six spots left or so I'm not sure over at Sauhegan. Um, I think maybe, total
1: there's only 11 spots left as of right now. So, uh, total. Yeah. yeah, deadline to sign up is Friday, this Friday, the 19th, if you're listening today, uh, which is Tuesday. So, Couple of days out, we only have eleven spots left. I know there's a couple, there's some interest out there too, so those might get uh, chosen pretty quickly too. So if you want to sign up, uh, listen to the rest of this episode. We'll go over a little more depth, and then reach out with any questions you have as well.
0: Cool. So get on that stuff, guys. Let's, um, you know, don't wait till the last second to do it. Try to get, you know, both registered for the open and the nutrition challenge if if uh, that's something you're interested in doing. So again, we will kind of come back to that, but what we want to focus on primarily in today's episode is um, we had a chat a couple of days ago and we said, why don't we all think of three things that we really love about CrossFit and why we've chosen to, um, you know, both adopt the methodology as athletes and also to choose it as a career path um, and to, you know, kind of make it a huge part of our lifestyle. So uh, it was funny going around um, the group here before we even started recording, we all shared our three, And, um, the first one that we all said was the same exact thing. And I think that speaks to the power of it. Um, and also, you know, speaks to just kind of where we are, where our heads are as coaches, but, um, we all said community was probably the number one thing that we all really loved about CrossFit and that made it special to us. Um, and you know, Eric, you know, has been owning CrossFit gym for 10 years now or over 10 years and multiple affiliates and, um, I know he can speak firsthand that you know the magic of CrossFit. Although the methodology itself is really special and it works, and it's the best thing we've come up with, the community aspect of CrossFit and the group classes, and um, you know, kind of the family vibe is is probably the the coolest part about it. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's the coolest part about it, and it's also something that is very like rare in. In uh, you know, in today's world, like we, there's very few opportunities to connect with people on like a day-to-day basis. Um, like be in in the in a struggle every day with people, like challenge each other every day, um, and just yeah, kind of grow together as a as a group. There's very like few uh, instances and opportunities uh, in the world right now for, for that to happen, especially like once you're out of school or maybe played like team sports or, you know, you went to camp or whatever, like there's, there's a lot of stuff for kind of younger, younger people, which is important and great, but as you kind of move on, it's kind of like disappears. And so it's, uh, I think it's pretty cool that CrossFit has kind of filled that void for so many people. And it's also just, you know, it's super important for humans to connect with one another. So um, I think it's awesome that CrossFit has provided provided that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, kind of piggybacking off of what Eric said, I think it, us as humans are created with that desire to belong, that that needing for a tribe. And like Eric said, when you're younger, you have it in so many different avenues, whether it be sports or clubs at school, band, theater, whatever it is you're into, you can find your, your kind of your tribe, your crew, and maybe you can carry that through high school and college and even after college a little bit. But eventually you start seeing your friends less and less, the people you surround yourself with more, typically people you work with. And it's, it's tough to find that community that's outside of work, outside of the family life, where you can just kind of go away for an hour and, and, unwind and that's what what CrossFit kind of brings and you get to be a part of this tribe and surround yourself with like-minded people who are who are trying to get better every day and help support you and you can support them and everyone knows there's nothing like working out with alongside 10 other people and having them cheer you on and you cheering them on and obviously pre and post COVID life like hanging out outside of the gym going to barbecues competitions going for a bike ride doing stuff outside the gym the friends you make here I feel like a lot of us here hang out with them more than like childhood friends now, and because uh, I think it is that that tribe mentality, that that like mindedness. We all have a a common goal and a common hobby as well. And CrossFit's kind of the the last bastion for that in adult life. I think um, you really don't find this type of community elsewhere. I, I'm sure there's little pockets of it here and there, but in regards to how inclusive we are and how tight knit, but at the same time welcoming. You can walk into any gym and, and or any CrossFit gym. And while everyone's very close, they're the first ones to open up their arms and welcome it welcome you into their family and and cheer you on. And as long as you're willing to give it your all and and work out alongside them and suffer alongside them, you're you're part of the family. And I I've never found that anywhere else besides team sports as a kid. Um, and even to that extent, I don't I don't know if I've found it anywhere else to to the extreme that CrossFit brings it to. So just that tribe mentality, that community, it might be cliche to say, but that, that community is what brings me back. It was, it's what makes uh, that alarm clock going off at 4 a.m. every morning a little easier, coming in and, and seeing that big 5.30 class and everyone laughing and having a good time. I mean, that's what it's all about.
0: 100% agree with that. And it's this kind of perfect segue into um, my, my number two, um, which I guess can kind of coincide with the community thing, but... Just talking in terms of like shared experience, right? We all all, all kind of go through this, this same experience day to day. And though the programming has a lot of variance, the movements have a lot of variance, this and that, the overall theme of CrossFit that I really love and that I really think makes the community even better is that it's hard to do. Um, you know, if you've ever, most people listen to this, probably CrossFitters, if you, if you've never taken a class, you've seen it done, or you've watched it on TV, it's not easy, um, to do. It's, it's a hard exercise program. It's a hard thing to stay, um, consistent with because it does challenge you. But that being said, I think that is a big part of the glue that keeps the community, um, so strong. And I, I, me personally, I love the fact that I have this this thing in my life that kind of manufactures adversity for me. Um, specifically like physically for my body, right? We've talked about this this kind of theme before on on the podcast, but just to kind of retouch on it, you know, as we as we move forward in terms of like progressing society and moving through time and, and innovation, our bodies have much less. You know, physical challenge and physical adversity. You don't have to hunt for your food anymore. You don't have to, you know, work the land. You don't have to build your own house. A lot of uh, commodities and accommodations have made life much easier physically. And what I really, really love about CrossFit and what I love about the people who who also buy into the CrossFit methodology is that it it kind of manufactures that challenge and, and gives you a daily dose of adversity, which you know, in my opinion, makes the rest of life much more enjoyable. Like without that, like one sucky part of my day, um, I don't want to say it's sucky, but physically challenging part of my day. With, without that, it kind of feels like, you know, unaccomplished. I don't feel like my best self. I don't feel like I, you know, gave much of myself that day. But uh, something you'll realize if you are part of a gym and you are doing CrossFit regularly is all the other tasks in your day-to-day life seem much less daunting. Um. Once you've had a good wad or a good lift.
1: I definitely agree. Um, makes me kind of think about uh, football coach, Jim Harbaugh, coach of the uh, Michigan Wolverines, as much as I hate quoting anyone from Michigan, uh, from the Wolverines at least. Um, he has this quote that says, uh, it's kind of an extreme football quote, like the body craves contact. And I don't know if I, I necessarily agree with that, but I think the body craves this this exercise this push that we had for thousands of years in our in, in our um in our ancestorshood or whatever what are what word am i looking for here kind of yeah, in, uh, our, genetics. Genetics. in our genetics genetics yeah um and we haven't had anymore like you said industry has made it so easy where we don't need to hunt anymore we don't need to go uh plow the fields we don't need to go walk down to the water hole to get water all that stuff is so readily available and we're in the we're in this Technology where we're sitting this technology age where we're sitting all day and really not doing anything we we we've moved less now than we have in thousands of years so I think our body craves that exercise and it craves to be pushed to those limits and uh, I agree 100 percent what you're saying like when you do that and you get through that and you you get through a tough workout everything else just seems easy um, which is always good to have too especially when in tough times like like now
0: and that's you know that's kind of whole spectrum you know, holistic well being that's mental health and physical health and emotional health. And all those, you know, all the tiers of, of wellness. If you, if you don't use your body, the way that nature has intended it to be used, it's really hard to feel at peace with yourself. And it's really hard specifically to deal with, you know, some of the, the mental angst that comes along with just, with just life itself. And I think for a lot of people, what CrossFit does uh, really any exercise, but specifically CrossFit because of the level of intensity that it has is it kind of washes the slate of a lot of that, like anxiety and a lot of that just extra energy and anxiousness. Um, you know, if you don't get it out of your body somehow, then it's, it's bound to give you issues and to give you problems. And, and we're human machines made to move and made to run, jump, lift, pull, twist, all those things. Um, and you know, that, that fits perfectly in the CrossFit methodology because we do so many different things and so many different, you know, domains of time. And, um, and it's, you know, using all different modalities really helps kind of just buffer out all that, all that negative energy and all that, uh, anxiety that you might feel throughout the day.
2: Yeah. And that kind of goes along with my, uh, third one. I'll skip my second one for now, but, um, is that it's health focused rather than physique focused. So I think a lot of people get into working out and fitness because they want to look good. Um, and that can be, you know, that's fine if that's the priority for a lot of people. Um, but that was kind of the priority in the whole fitness world before CrossFit, like bodybuilding was, you know, what people thought of when they thought of working out and lifting weights, it was just, you know, do your your curls and uh, tricep extensions and uh, all that kind of stuff, and then you go do your cardio. And you know, because that's what makes your arms look good and stuff. So it wasn't it wasn't necessary. Like you could have people win these uh, like bodybuilding figure competitions, but they weren't healthy at all, right? They were they looked super fit, but they weren't necessarily they didn't necessarily have a high work capacity. Um, they won't. And so I, that's kind of my third favorite thing about CrossFit is that it's health focused and performance focused. Um, and so it kind of, I think even if people don't know it, like if, if they, they might come into the gym because they want to look like a CrossFit athlete with abs and, you know, be shredded or whatever. Um, but, you kind of sneak in this fact that, Oh, we're also going to make you mentally healthier, um, and physically healthier. Um, and then it's kind of like people start seeing the benefit of that and that becomes the priority. Um, so that, that's kind of the reason why I first decided to, to make CrossFit the main kind of, uh, methodology of our, of our gym, um, as opposed to just doing a personal training studio, Um, and so, yeah, so that that's a that's a big piece of it for me.
0: Definitely when when you put, you know, performance and and health ahead of what you look like, um and that's your focus and your focus is kind of on the process. The aesthetic part of it is just going to be a byproduct. It's going to happen. You know, if you right. focus on on performing better and being healthier, you're going to look better. Um but it, when that's your focus, just to look better, then it's, you know, you're kind of putting the the carriage before the horse.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Should I take the third or Zach, did you share your second one yet?
2: No. Um,
1: so for my second, when, when I was coming up with these, I tried to think not like super outside the box, but I try to stay obviously losing weight, gaining muscle, looking good. Like those, like you said, those are all byproducts. I tried to think of outside of the physical, benefits of CrossFit what I love about it and more about like kind of taking care of your mentals kind of thing and my, my second favorite thing was uh, the humility I, I believe that CrossFit brings uh, at least to me on a daily basis uh, in a couple forms too one is it, you kind of have to be humble or you're, you're not going to last very long in the sense that you're going to get hurt pretty quickly um, every day you walk in the gym you have a choice to try to prove something to someone else or others around you and you can throw as much weight on the bar as you can but you can only do that for so long if it's out of your reach and eventually that barbell is going to bite back and tell you uh, don't do that anymore. So you're kind of forced into being a little humble in the sense that if you go too heavy or outside of your your um, your skill set, you're probably going to get physically injured. But uh, on top of that, just the humility in the sense that I feel like CrossFit always teaches you like you're never too big for your birches kind of thing. Um, there might be a workout one day that's just right in your wheelhouse. It's just three movements that are just your perfect movements and you crush it and you get the best score in the class and you're feeling good. And you're like, I'm on top of the world. Nobody can touch me. I'm the best exerciser out there. And then the next day it's three movements that you're the worst at and you hate it. And it CrossFit just reminds you, Hey man, like calm down a little bit. Uh, you, you gotta have that growth mindset. You gotta always be working to get better. Um, and I feel like you can never really get too, like I said, too big for your britches here. Um, it teaches you that humility and it teaches you again with that community sense. It's all, it's about the greater good, not just about you. And while you are there to make yourself healthier too, it's, it's good to, uh, kind of turn that dial that ego down a bit, leave it at the door and, and come in and someday just get a good workout in, scale it down, um, and get rid of that pride. I think it's a big thing for me. And I think it's a big thing you can teach a big life lesson. You can teach a lot of people as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. That was like when I opened up, um, within the first six months, like I, I had this mentality of like, all right, it's my gym. I'm the big dog. I got to be the fittest. (laughs) And then this guy Lex walked in and he was like, he would beat me 90% of the time on workouts. And it was like, I had to totally check like my mindset, like, that's a very unhealthy mindset, you know, and it just kind of, and uh, so I just immediately had a an ego check when, when uh, he came and he, he was just an awesome dude. And we were, you know, we're still good friends and everything. So that made it, that made it easy. But, um, but yeah, and now it's like, I could care less if there's people fitter than me, you know, and, uh, and it, it makes me happy to see people in our gym, like performing really well, you know, Um, but it is like even, you know, a year into CrossFit, I still had some, some like egos and, and humble teachings coming my way, you know, Mm. still today, too. I'm sure
1: it's good to flex that humility muscle. Yeah, Yeah,
0: absolutely. One of the first, uh, I guess kind of like pieces of feedback I gave to, um, one of my friends who I had played football with, I started doing CrossFit. He hadn't yet, but he was interested and he's kind of like, you know, what do you think? Like, this is after a couple months of me, you know, taking it on kind of full bore. And I remember saying, like, there's always something to suck at. And, like, that was kind of, like, my mentality back then. It still kind of is, you know. And I don't made, I don't mean to make it into a negative. But, like, for me, it motivates me as an athlete and as a coach. Like, there's always, there's always something you need to work on. There's always something to get better at. And that can't be said for that can't necessarily be set for a lot of athletic endeavors. Like I, I played competitive sports growing up and in college and stuff. And typically your job is pretty, like I was a, I was a running back and my job was pretty, pretty basic in terms of like, here's what you need to do. Here's the guy you need to block. Here's how far we need to move the ball. Um, in CrossFit, there's like thousands of movements and rep schemes and modalities and time domains and intensities and weights and all these things that you need to simultaneously be trying to get better at. If, if, if that's your goal is to be you know a better CrossFitter or a better athlete. Um, and that's something that's always just really kept me kind of hooked on is like, there's always something to suck at, no matter how good you get, you could be Matt Frazier and there's something you're still going to really struggle with. Even if you don't openly speak about it, or you, you know, you try to hammer it into one of your strengths, like he does, there's always going to be something that you suck at. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's, I guess that's kind of a good segue into my last one. And you kind of touched on it too, the fact That what you said, like CrossFit's hard. Uh, my third favorite thing is just that it forces you to have a growth mindset. Um, and if you don't have a growth mindset, you're probably not going to last very long in here. And uh, it made me think of a quote and I couldn't find who it was attributed to, um, but all limitations are self-imposed. And I, I think as we get older, we put ourselves in these boxes where it's I can only do this or I can't do that. And whether those, for whatever reasons they may be, but we feel like our, and from an athletic sense, we feel like our athletic days are behind us. Um, even if we weren't athletic as a kid, we thought, we think maybe those, like that was never for me. I can never be physically active. And for whatever reasons, we set these limitations for ourselves, but those limitations like that quote says are, are just self-imposed. And when we come into CrossFit and you see, you can scale everything down and you can do what you can do. And eventually you're going to grow past that. Um, not only physically, but mentally. And it's going to open up all these avenues for you in life outside the gym too. When you, when you realize like, Hey, I can do this. I never thought I could do whatever it me be a scaled version of Murph, but I did it. I wonder what else I can do. And maybe you go pick up a new hobby or maybe you quit the job you hate and start a new business that you've always wanted to start. Whatever it may be, you have this, all these doors open up for you and I feel like CrossFit does that for a lot of people um, and, and kind of forces you to have that growth mindset and, and realize that sometimes these limitations have been self-imposed or someone else has been telling us this our whole lives and we, we put them on ourselves but when we find our, our I guess, our beliefs stretch to a new stretch to a new experience or stretch in a new way. It opens up all these other beliefs for us and, and, and just avenues we can excel in life beyond the gym.
2: Yeah. That's, uh, Jordan Peterson has a good like image of that is that like everybody is, you know, some people start with little doors to open. Some people start with big doors, but as soon as you open one door, it gives you an opportunity to, to open a bigger door and open a bigger door. And, uh, and I feel like CrossFit kind of encourages people to open doors rather than just kind of be comfortable where you're at.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. That's what's like, that's to me is like the, you know, the excitement of like seeing somebody get their first muscle up or watching somebody get on their hands for the first time. Like it's, it's, it's a physical endeavor, but it's also like they're conquering a fear and they're, they're testing their limits and you can see that, especially when there's like, you know, everybody is in it and there's joy about it. And it's really incredible, especially as a coach, when you help somebody get there is like you're seeing this person grow. You're not just seeing their skill set grow or seeing their muscles grow. You're seeing them as a person grow more capable. And that's like the coolest freaking part of, of being a coach and being part of a CrossFit community. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Seeing
2: people do things that they couldn't do before is uh is awesome i know i've
1: I've had a ton of experiences of people telling me like i had a job interview today and i was really nervous but i came to the morning class and then i realized like hey i did that hard workout like this job interview is going to be nothing or we've had people say like who are pregnant and went into pregnancy and they're like i looked at it like an amrap or an emom or whatever it may be and they kind of equate it to crossfit so it's like all these other life experiences that you can you it kind of gives you this ease like hey i can get through this i've already Kind of like Tyler said earlier. The hardest part of my day is out of the way. I can get through this too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Um, I'll I'll share my last one. It's not quite as deep or philosophical as the first couple um, that we've all kind of touched on, but just from a I guess just from like a a, a straight up you know physiological standpoint, and from a method a methodology standpoint, um, I really like that CrossFit um, places gpp or general physical preparedness as kind of like the the key outcome of of the method and um you know it's a pretty self-explanatory name but for those of us who haven't heard that term before general physical preparedness is just making your body dynamic and um, kind of able to respond to any stimulus right and if you've done crossfit for a decent amount of time and you understand variance, and, you know, why every day is slightly different and why we do so many different things. It's to increase our capacity and to increase our GPP. And as just a human being, I think it's, it's really important to have a high level of GPP, especially, um, especially, I guess, like kind of giving some, some reflection on the past two years or the past year or so, when things are unsteady and when maybe things are kind of seem chaotic and starting to crumble, knowing that you can physically uh, you know, contend with with really anything. Like I feel like I've done my body at least has done so many different things and been put through so many different tests that it doesn't really matter what happens to me or what, what happens around me is that I'm gonna be able to adapt and I'm gonna be able to overcome the situation. And I think a lot of that confidence has come from CrossFit. And I mean, this is exactly why it was created in the first place to give first responders and to give military more GPP. They're prepared to take on the challenge of, challenges of life and the challenges of, you know, just random, uh, you know, kind of chaotic situations. And it, it just gives me a lot of like grounding and gives me a lot of, I guess, peace that, you know, I know I'm capable of overcoming difficult things uh, specifically physically difficult things. Um, and that's like my favorite part of, of that, just the methodology part of CrossFit, you know, I feel like it gives you a dynamic body, maybe a power lifter, not to hate on powerlifting, but you know, say, say you're a power lifter. If somebody needs a car lifted off of them, you're going to be great in that situation. But if you're being chased by an angry mob you're probably not gonna be a great in situation or if you need to climb to the top of a building to save a person you're probably not great in that situation and i feel that crossfit alone gives you that kind of wide breadth of being able to contend with any situation you're in
2: yeah yeah the whole gpp um aspect of it is is awesome and that kind of so my my second thing um going back is, uh, kind of related to that. And that's that CrossFit has made a training program and an education system that makes something, you know, pretty complex, like our, you know, how our bodies function and react to, to stress and, and, uh, working out. Um, and they made it super digestible for not only like coaches, um, but also athletes. So when before CrossFit, um if you wanted to get your personal training certification there would be you know a lot of like anatomy and physiology and and all that kind of stuff but there wouldn't you know which is relatively important um but it didn't teach you how to see if someone was squatting right it would just teach you like um you know the the four different uh parts of your quad you know and like uh, and You know, that stuff is good to know, but if someone is just trying to get healthy and and perform a squat, you don't really need to know that. And so uh, CrossFit has made it super digestible um, and and brought things like the Olympic lifts, which are very technical and um, highly complex and and brought them to, you know, everyday, everyday people. And, you know, um, and I think that's that's pretty cool. And um, it also kind of threw the whole exercise science, uh, I don't know how to say it, like kind of ideologies and just kind of group things through, a, um, you know, kind of put it in a, put it in a tizzy or whatever, because there was, a, there's a lot of just things that don't necessarily make sense if you just put it into practice with everyday people. Um, so like before there was this group think where it's like you do weightlifting and you do cardio if you want, you can't do them together. And then CrossFit was like, wait, like let's do it together. And uh, and the benefits are, you know, extremely, um, or, or I guess your the time, if you have an hour a day, that's going to be your best, your best bet mm-hmm. is to kind of combine some weightlifting and cardio all at once. And, and, and then also just do weightlifting sometimes, and then also just do cardio sometimes. And, uh, and a good example of that is like in, you know, the exercise science world, it's, um, they would look at marathon runners and they're like, all right, these guys are the, are the cardio guys. They, if they lift weights, that's going to hinder their cardio. And so everybody shouldn't be doing, um, you know weightlifting if they want to increase their cardio and then the other aspect was like oh powerlifters you know they have great uh or you know if they shouldn't be doing cardio if they want to get stronger right but they're talking about like these very specialized people and um and you can take someone who's never worked out before and have them do box jumps and their their back squat is going to improve and uh and the whole exercise science world doesn't um doesn't really speak to those people. And, and, uh, and so I think it's awesome how CrossFit has brought, um, some just really like fundamental, um, stuff about the human body back to, back to exercise.
1: I remember going off of that at my, my level two seminar, and we we're talking a bit about anatomy and going into that. I remember one of the trainers saying, you need to know this, your clients do not need to know this, but you need to know how to like you said, digest it and spit it out into a way that it's not slamming them over the head with anatomy and and physiology terms. You need to have a real life application for this. So I think that's a great explanation of what CrossFit is. We're taking all these methodologies and all this science, blending it up and handing it to you in this convenient package in an hour a day. Um, So you don't Mm -hmm. need to get all, you don't need to read all this, the anatomy books about it and and have the benefits of it. So I, I agree with that.
0: And there is, like, to kind of go back to what Eric was speaking about with, like, the group think and stuff, there is a huge level of transference if you're just doing, you know, variation in movement and you're doing true CrossFit, like, kind of purest CrossFit, there's going to be a ton of transfer to all different things. Like, one one clear example, me and Eric um, actually bench-pressed. Believe it or not, a couple <laughs> couple weeks back, and I was like, "Oh man, I haven't even been on one of these in in like six months." I've, you know, we don't bench press a ton, and I got on there and damn near matched my PR from when I was playing football and bench pressing multiple times a week. And I was like, "That's just so cool because it speaks to the transference of like, well, I do a lot of ring dips, do a lot of burpees and push ups, and I do a lot of strict press, and I do other movements." Um, but it makes me better at that movement, you know, or it makes me at least retain like that top end strength or that capacity with other movements. Um, and, and that's where I think some of those older strength conditioning protocols kind of fall short is, you know, you choose specifically with, um, you know, maybe the, the power lifting side or, or just the weightlifting side is you, you only stick to those movements because you're, you don't want to hand out your energy to other movements, but there is you know, being, being fitter or having better cardiovascular fitness mm-hmm. is going to make you a better lifter. Like, yeah. I think most people understand that now. And a lot of that just came out of CrossFit and kind of experimenting with mixed modality training.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it always goes, goes back to that enhancement of the proprioception or, or how understanding how our body moves through space. And you may not think a, a squat snatch affects your box jump, but when, and obviously the movements are very different, but when we're looking at the squat snatch and all the technicalities of it and working on explosiveness and if we can understand how our body's moving and control that bar and control our body we're gonna be able to control our body better on the box jumps and work on explosiveness there and, and like you said it, they all tie into each other in some way or another they may not seem like it because they're on the surface such a different movement but understanding how our body moves and and how to control it and and be more comfortable with that not only will help us in the gym but helps us outside the gym too i mean As we talk about too, not to go off on a tangent here, but why it's so important for even the elderly to be doing things like Olympic weightlifting uh, movements. Obviously, they're probably going to be doing it at much less weight, if not just with an empty PVC pipe, but having that body where it's going to help with reducing falls, which is one of the major uh, causes of injury uh, in the elderly. So understanding how our body moves, understanding how how to move external implements as well properly is just going to all tie back into each other, whether it be sport. Or just to overall health as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's I think it. it's, it's, uh, the, I think the main fault of it is just, you know, the, the, the studies kind of were focused on these, you know, elite marathon runners, the best in the world, these elite powerlifters, the best mm-hmm. in the world. And it's like, okay, their bodies adapt a lot different than, you know, if you can deadlift a thousand pounds, you're training should be a lot different than someone who can deadlift 200 pounds, you know, and like the human body can, can get to their, you know, 80% top end strength while they're doing cardio. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's, um, that's a a really cool thing that CrossFit has brought because it's ultimately a lot healthier to be able to, you know, being able to run a mile, but also be able to, to lift some heavy weights. So
1: it seemed like before CrossFit you kind of had to, uh, pick and choose. Do you want to be a runner and have a great cardiovascular system, but then be really weak and have like brittle bones? Or do you want to be a lifter and be strong, but then have a really shitty cardiovascular system? So I feel like right. came along and said, like, I want all of those things Give them to me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you don't need to pick
2: or choose. Yeah. Like Austin Mallio or whatever, he just ran or deadlifted 600 pounds and then ran a marathon in what, like three hours or something. Yeah. And, it's, uh, it's like, You know, do you need to lift more than six hundred pounds? Like, does the human body need to do that? Do you need to be able to? (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, you know, CrossFit, you get super strong. um, You know, you're not going to set world records, but it do people? Does the human body? You know, where is the human body happiest? You know, Mm -hmm. I like it.
0: So you know, it'd be cool maybe if some of our listeners maybe reached out to to us or commented on this video or commented on a post and let us know your three favorite things um, about CrossFit. When we post this up in the member group, we'll put that uh, in the comment section. We can all share your top three, um, you know, what kind of keeps you coming back. And uh-huh. and I'm sure we'll see a lot of the same answers too, but um, I'd be interested in hearing that from our members. So just kind of looping back around, we're getting close to the end here, but we just want to touch on the nutrition challenge once more and and just make sure you guys are filled in on uh you know briefly what it entails and uh you know when it's gonna start and end that type of stuff so I'm gonna pitch it over to Cope Zach and just give a, a quick overview of what's coming down the pike on March first.
1: Yeah um many of you have heard me talk about it a lot lately. If you've had any of my classes last few week you're probably last few weeks you're probably very sick of hearing me talk about it, but I'll try to keep it brief on what we're doing. Tyler mentioned HSN at the beginning. It's not the Home Shopping Network. We partnered up with Healthy Steps Nutrition. All right. They're based out of Florida, owned by uh, registered dietitian, Nicole O'Coin. She owns a CrossFit gym herself. She's uh, top of her game, knows what she's doing nutrition-wise, knows what she's doing in the gym. And we hired her and brought her on to help us um, bring you guys the best nutrition program we can as well. And we're, we're celebrating this new partnership with a nutrition challenge that is going uh, to be a six-week challenge. Is going to start on march 1st but important to note that like i said earlier the deadline to sign up is this friday february 19th um, i'm going to post the link to sign up in the show notes on this so whether you're listening on your phone on youtube on apple you'll see a link to it with some more info everything we're going about to go over and uh, a link to sign up so well this is going to be what's going to look like it, we're going to be utilizing our new app through hsn as well so for either apple or android Whatever you have, you have this really cool new app that we're going to be using that's going to track everything from um, checking in with you guys, there's going to be a group for messaging in there too, you're going to receive all your weekly and daily habits through there, uh, and your meal plan as well. So you will get a challenge meal plan. The purpose of this meal plan, I, I want to be clear here, this is not to, how do I want to put this? It'd be unrealistic of me to expect you to follow this meal plan to a T, And that is not what it's for. This is not a nutrition program or challenge that's saying, eat this, don't eat that. Uh, This is not meant to be super restrictive. This is meant to be, we're going to be introducing lifestyle habits into your life on a weekly basis. Some simple things you can implement right off the bat without having to overhaul your lifestyle overnight. And we're also going to be, the meal plan is meant to be A guideline showing you what proper portions look like what quality foods look like what quality carbohydrates and fats and proteins look like as well so we'll go over more of that if you sign up what to do with that meal plan but I, I wanted to be clear off the bat. This is not a you have to eat this, you can't eat this. This is not meant to be super restricted by any means. Uh, but with that meal plan, you're also going to get to get a nice little grocery list of things to shop for. So you're going to get an introduction to a lot of our new recipes. Uh, and you're going to have the opportunity to choose some of those recipes that that stick out to you. And we'll um, supply you with a shopping list for all the things you need for those recipes as well. With the six-week challenge, both before and after, you will meet with the nutrition coach. This is going to be important for us. Uh, for you to, to set realistic expectations and goals, both during the challenge and beyond as well. So I think a big problem with a lot of challenges, even ones we've done in the past, I'll admit, well, we've been guilty of this is you guys do great during the challenge. And then afterwards we say, good job, you lost weight, you gained, you reached your goal. And then it's just good luck. You're off, you're off on your own now. And you either end up gaining that weight back or gaining even more after that. So our goals here is both before and after the the challenge, sitting down with the coach, Going over some goal setting. Why are you signing up for this challenge? What does success look like to you? Why is this important to you? Um, And and setting up some short term goals for the six weeks. And then in your post challenge uh, interview, going over some long term goals as well and even possibly moving into into some personal one on one nutrition coaching from there. With those meetings, you're also going to get a biometric scan on our new in-body scanner. So we have an in-body scanner at both our Nashville and Milford location now. If you don't know what that is, it tests our skeletal muscle mass, our body fat percentage amongst a bunch of other data points there that we can look at uh, beyond just the weight on the scale to see what's actually happening inside of your body. Um, Cause we can get healthy and the, the weight on the scale might ne- not might not necessarily move too much, but when we really break down that data and look, we can see that the body fat's going down, the muscle mass is going up uh, and we're moving in the right direction there. So you'll get two scans, one, both before and after. Inside of the, the challenge there's going to be little weekly mini challenges every week. Uh, we'll have a little task for you guys to do if you complete it you're going to be entered into a raffle to win some really cool prizes Uh, we're still finalizing a few of the prizes but i know some of them that are set in stone dr david kressinger from uh, chiropractic chiropractic 202 in peterborough is going to be offering a full month's worth of services with him Uh, dr brandon Lanatsis over at nashua family chiropractic is offering some services as well we're going to have a gift card to Whole Foods one week. Coach Tyler here is giving out some personal training and goal setting as well. Uh, and We're working on a few other fun prizes. That'll be a nice little surprise at the end there too. Uh, so a little mini challenges during the week. Uh, we got weekly nutrition tip videos coming at you. Every week, you're going to receive four videos inside of your app there. One's going to be a mindset tip. One's going to be a nutrition tip. One's going to be a kitchen tip. So maybe some tools or some little um, hacks around the kitchen to make cooking a little easier and quicker. Uh, and one's going to be a fun recipe as well. Uh, and all, all of that's going to happen again inside our new app where you get to message the coaches, bounce some ideas off the other group members. Um, it's going to be a really fun and interactive, uh, challenge. We have 30 signups right now. We just had one person sign up during this recording of this podcast. So we have 10 spots left. We got 30 total people in there so far, so don't miss out. It's going to be really, really fun. Um again there'll, there'll be a link in the show notes here to, to read everything we just went over uh, and if you got any questions please reach out to us as well.
0: Rock and roll man it sounds cool. I'm I'm really excited to, to get this thing off the ground.
1: Me too yeah. and uh, like we mentioned earlier too the we are doing it on purpose in conjunction with the CrossFit Open and I want I want it to be clear that this is well weight loss is probably most people's goals this doesn't have to be just for weight loss. If performance in the gym is one of your goals, maybe you need to gain weight. Um, I, I know that people might say, oh, what a tough problem to have. You got to gain weight. It's a real tough problem sometimes. And some people are hard, it's hard to gain weight for people. And we can help you with that as well. Uh, so whether it's weight loss, weight gain, performance in the gym, um, we can do it all during this challenge. And like I said, we 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 did this on purpose in conjunction with the CrossFit Open because the Open's going to start, we'll probably do the first workout with the 14th. So you'll be about two weeks into this challenge already. and You're going to see some massive changes to your energy levels, your performance levels. uh, And we can see those changes throughout the entirety of the Open as well.
0: So guys, get signed up for the Open online. Register uh, under your affiliate. Make sure if you're interested in the Nutrition Challenge, get on that soon. We got till Friday, this Friday, uh, 10 spots. And Feel free to uh, share with us when we post this up three things that you also love about CrossFit and what keeps you coming back. Um, And we look forward to seeing you guys all in the next episode.